Welcome to the Founders Conversation with Insight Now. You can watch these conversations live on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. Here we are. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hey. hello. Here we are. Awesome. Great well, to be with you guys, I, as always. In the title, it, it only mentions Chris and Mark. So, Peter, voila, here's the Peter to win. That's bonus. That's bonus. It is the it bonus. Is, all, it is all the part. Bonus. Something like that. All a mode. <laughs> all a Peter. All a Peter. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we've had, we've had a lot of good conversations so far. The Lord's just... I just what when the stream started, I just felt the Lord's presence mm. just so sweetly in the room here mm. at the studio. And I, I I just am so excited because I feel like what the Lord is um engaging each of us individually and then us corporately in right now is such a fantastic upgrade in our not just leadership, but in our ability to understand and know what he's doing even more so in this mm. season in the body mm -hmm. of Christ, not just in our own ministries, but, but uh, I think, I think across the board for a lot of people. So um, I just figured I'd start with that because I'm, I'm excited. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, Chris, I was thinking about what we talked about last time a little bit about how God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble and how it took me a whole year to get that lesson. But at the end of the year, where he spoke to me, for those that haven't listened, that my classroom management as a teacher had gotten bad because I was giving grace to the proud. And God told me that wasn't acting like him. Mm. And, you know, one of the things that, that we talked about last time is how grace is, is my willingness, or God's willingness, of course, to use his power and ability on our behalf. And so we can use our power and ability as leaders or as parents or as bosses, et cetera, right. on behalf yeah. of others or as a friend, you know? Yeah. Um, and often, you know, it's normal to want other people to use their power and ability on your behalf. It's normal to say, hey, you know, you're really good at that. Help me out. Empower me, right? Empower me. And it's such a normal feeling to want to be empowered. Yep. But you guys were talking uh, earlier about, you know, this whole idea of empowerment and that it's really a two-way street, uh, which yes. is similar to what we talked about last time, but I just love the the language you guys were using. I think it's really going to help some people out. This idea of empowerment being a two way street. Yep. Yeah, which I I think um, you know so often uh, we focus upon I want to be empowered. I'm not being empowered. I need to be empowered. I need to be empowered. I need to be empowered. Um, and we know that the desire. Uh, of any good leader is to empower people. Yep. It's the Ephesians 4, 11, yep. which is to equip the people for the work mm -hmm. of their ministry, yep. the very things that God has given them to do. That's what we long to do. That's what mm -hmm. we love to do. That's what we long to do. Uh, but th that doesn't take into consideration that there's a responsibility upon the people that want to be empowered to be teachable. Mm-hmm. And and to live in a place of humility, mm -hmm. um, and and so often um, the reason that people uh, can sometimes not be empowered is because they aren't uh, they aren't teachable. Yep. Mm -hmm. So there so, has to be an exchange, uh, Chris. You, you no, I was just going to give some more context. You know, Peter um, <clears throat> shared that last week, 
And um, I, I just wrecked me, you know, it just was like, Lord, I need you <laughs> so desperately to teach me how to give, give grace to the humble and still oppose the proud. But how do you do that, Father? Like, I'm like, Lord, I need, so I just was seeking, and then my friend Matt Wakefield called me from uh, Mercy Culture um, Church in Fort Worth, Texas, mm -hmm. uh, which is run by Landon and Heather Schott. Um, and they've seen tremendous growth. In the last, last six months, they've added a thousand new members who've been through membership class. Um, wow. They're just in this huge explosion. And um, he was talking about their culture and, and he says, you know, one of the things that I, impresses me about the culture is that we say it often. It's one of our core values is that we trade empowerment for teachability and humility. So good. And, and I'm just coming off of this place of like, God, how do I oppose the proud and give grace to the humble? Like, oh, we we make it part of our culture that we empower those who are willing to match the empowerment with the teachability and the humility is what mm -hmm. Mark and I were talking about. And I, I think um, it's really interesting because this, the ability to embrace teachability and humility is antithetical to the independent spirit, right? Mm -hmm. It's antithetical to the, so much of what we deal with in America, you know, 4th of July is around the corner. We've got mm -hmm. this cel cultural celebration of independence uh, mm -hmm. We have a lot of people that feel entitled in the kingdom of God. They feel entitled mm -hmm. as sons. They don't feel, you know, they feel like God should just give them what they want because they're a son. And, uh, you know, that's always like, I'm like, what? You know, that's not how it works. But there's this other element that I think we're diving into around. I think, Mark, you mentioned it. This is this is the active relational context of sowing and reaping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I think everything happens by exchange. Um, we 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 live in it. We might not hmm. recognize it, but you know, if you if you go to the store and you pick some items and you walk out without exchanging something for it, you're in trouble. <laughs> all right, because that that that, and yet people do that all the time. They they take something. And they don't exchange for it. You know, it's 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 what we would call stealing. And you can uh, say, well, I'm entitled to it. Whoa. Um, you know, it's like, I'm entitled to those goods. Well, you can tell that to the judge and see how entitled you are. Um, you wow. Know, and and I, I think that what, we, we've, what we've somehow missed in, in understanding that we are children, that we are sons of God, and that we have privileges, and that we have things that God has given to us, um, and and we know that Jesus paid the price for us to be there, and so that we think that we just have this ability now just to take whatever we want. And yes, we do, but at the same time, there is an exchange that has to take place. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's and it's like if you don't understand that, then then you will only will only live at a at a at a at a at a, at a shallow level, mm -hmm. right? You yep. know, and, mm -hmm. and you will cult cultivate some wrong thinking, some yeah. wrong behavior. Yeah. So it's realizing that that the father loves to turn our mourning into dancing by exchange. He loves mm. to give this if we'll let go of that, which is an exchange, because that's always relational. Mm. Like, you know, we, 
I, I, I'm sorry, but I, I don't really have too much time for people that just want a one-sided relationship. That all they want to do is take from me, take, 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 take. That's not a relationship. That's something of function, and I, I, I'll do it, but I know it's not going very far. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that it's that it's just momentary, or it's just for a moment, or well, wherever else it's fine. Yeah, Bill Johnson, I think, says this really well. It really struck me when he said, "I'll I'll serve anybody. Like I can give anybody mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can give it away." Mm. Mm-hmm. but I don't, I'm very careful about who I allow to tend the garden of my heart. Yes. Mm. Like I can, I can serve anybody, but that mm. doesn't mean that you have access to tend the garden of my heart. Mm. Yeah. I'm very careful with that. And I thought, wow, what a great, what a great way to put that in the fact that if, mm-hmm. if it's not an exchange, then I have to look at it as I'm just giving this away. Yeah. Right. I'm going to have, I'm going to give the gift of it. Right. Yeah. And sometimes we have to give the gift of forgiveness when other people are unwilling to take ownership. We just got to forgive it anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't expect forgiveness to be in exchange for their repentance because some people don't repent and I still have to forgive. Yeah. You know, um, and praise God when they do, because now we can have relationship right now. There's opportunity for reconciliation, rest- restoration, yeah. you know, so there's this, this really, I think some dynamic kind of what you were talking about there just reminded me of that from Bill. Yeah. 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 I, I you know, I, I think that, um, you know, the key thing that we keep coming to and keep talking about week after week, if you, if you looked at all those would be, the, the relationship of what does that look like? What are the relational dynamics mm-hmm. of the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've all been coming out of or away from um, some things that we have operated, which have been probably a little more um, religious mm-hmm. Um and or functional, yeah. Uh, and there's yep. still we still have functional relationships. We still yep. have those. But but what we're looking for is that that's a part of day to day. We're we're discovering what 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 does really the relationship, the true relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been discovering. The three of mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. to to you know again earlier on. It's like you know once a month or once every two months was enough. Mm-hmm. Right, we're getting on this prior to this call, and we're saying, "Wow, Once we a week seen, isn't enough." We, we we haven't seen each other, and it was a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like, you know? "Oh man, I missed you." Yeah, yeah. So, so what we're realizing is that the, the the more that you partake of the things of the kingdom, the hungrier mm-hmm. you become for that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we're discovering what are the things that Jesus has talked about? What are the things that heaven has talked about that are relational, that we've not put them together, that we've mm-hmm. not seen that it's important to have these sorts of things exchange? Mm-hmm. And what we're wanting to do is to help people to realize, because you know most people don't do things because or fail to do things because they have a conscious, they've made a conscious decision. They're yep. just not aware. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I can share something about this teachability thing, I've got a thing rolling around about teachability and humility. Yes. Um, in Matthew 23, 
verses 12 and 13, it says, For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, yep. and whoever mm -hmm. humbles himself will be exalted. Mm -hmm. And then it says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You shut mm -hmm. the kingdom of heaven in men's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor would yep. you let those let the let in those who wish to enter. Now, if I can read the parallel script scripture to that, we you know we all remember that there's a parallel scripture to this, and that's in Luke um, eleven fifty two, and it says, "Woe to you, experts of the law, for you have taken away the key to knowledge. You yourselves have not entered, and you have hindered those who were entering." And for years, I was asking the Lord for about three years, "What's the key of knowledge?" I'm like, my Savior said there's a key of knowledge. It's yeah. like, boy, if we could figure out what that is, that would be incredible. And finally, I realized those two verses go together. It's talking about the same account or a very similar account. And when, you, when we go back to the one in Matthew, it's, it starts that account by saying right before that, it says, God, it says about the humility thing. So again, um, just to read that part again in Matthew 23, it says, for whoever exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be ex exalted. I realized that humility is the key of knowledge. And so humility goes perfectly with teachability because what humility does is it gives me an honest assessment of where I'm at. It's not a negative assessment of where I'm at. It's just honest. Because I'm in relationship, because I'm loved, I don't need to puff myself up. I don't need to think more highly of myself than I ought. And so it's just honest about where I'm at. And if I'm writing a book and people are giving me feedback, it's just honest about where the book's at. And if I'm talking with someone about my finances and getting advice, it's just honest about where my finances are at. Yep. And that's humility. When yep. I have that, because I have an honest appraisal of where I'm at, now it allows there to be hunger for more information, more knowledge that would help me to move forward. And yep. so the humility leads to hunger and now out of that place of hunger, that's the key of knowledge because I become teachable. And so as a teacher, what I learned was humility is the starting point to someone being a student. Like the identity of student is from the heart stance of humility. And so if I have humility, it produces a, a natural, not a forced hunger, a natural hunger in me to learn because I'm, I'm aware there's, there's a gap between where I'm at and where I wanna be. And yeah. that hunger then positions me to, to say, hey, I would just love to have any input that you have about that. Could you teach me? Yep. I, I, and the thing that comes to my mind, and I'm a little ashamed to say this, but I was at Bethel once, um, had prophetic encounters, or you know, mm -hmm. prophetic appointments. And so I thought I would go to that, even though I thought, you know, I had plenty of prophetic words and all that sort of stuff, but I thought I would go to it. I, I go there, I turn up for my appointment. I walked into the room to, to be in my appointment and there were two elementary school kids and uh, an older kid. Mm. And I sat down and I thought, just my luck. This is what I get. Yeah, exactly. And, and. Um, so they started prophesying, and before very long, I'm just I'm I'm repenting and bawling my eyes out, and like I'm hearing a hugely significant, accurate, life-giving words from these from these people. Wow! Um, and I I think I I I learned a I know I learned a valuable lesson that day. One, my attitude mm. stunk, and I needed to to change that, and mm -hmm. um, and I realized. Hey, I, I'm really happy to hear from anybody. I, mm. I, I, I'm really, I, I am, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that's so a good. position being hum- humility has been such a, a bad word because it's like a put down. Like, you know, I, if I uh, put myself down, if I make myself lower than, then I can crawl under the door and I'm, I'm going to be, you know, wonderfully accepted because I'm so, I'm so humble and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I think if you've got to tell somebody something, you're probably not. Um, but yeah, we used to say that in sales. If you have to start the conversation with, I'm, I'm, I, I always tell the truth and I'm a really honest salesman. You already, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. Whoops. Nope. Yeah. But so I think some practical things of humility have mm. really to do about realizing that any anyone and anything can be a teacher. Ooh, that's good, Mark. Right, and that I am not mm. so clued up on a subject that I couldn't learn from something or somebody else. Come on, Mark. I think that's a humility place. That that place is. Um, realizing that I still have something to learn, you know, like I look, I've taught on the prophetic and mm-hmm. prophesied all over the world and all those sorts of things, um, and yet uh, I really still can learn. Yeah, yep. and, and that's not from an yep. insecurity place. It's not that no. I, I mean, it's just like there's still much more to learn. Yes. This, this is it's like being hungry to be submissive like like it's like the the humility would be like i'm hungry to have have guidance leadership direction to have someone mm. that i'm accountable to to have someone that you know like the, to have a hunger for that mm-hmm. is antithetical to our current even church culture and yet yep. that that is the place that god invites us to with him Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so often we, you know, I think that I, I don't recall all the scripture, but it, it's pretty clear that if it doesn't happen in the natural, we're probably not doing it in the spiritual. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and, and they're mirrors. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I think like I preached Sunday on wrestling, Jacob wrestling with God, you know, in this series that we're doing. And, you know, it was like, it actually was, was the honesty of fear that allowed him to wrestle mm. like he had to face a fear that he My saw was going to come kill him. It took, it took facing that being honest that I'm afraid I'm going to die. And my entire family is going to be mm-hmm. slaughtered Yep, for him to wrestle with God. He wrestled with God. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's good. He was honest. That was home humility mm-hmm. to be yeah. honest about like, I'm deathly afraid. God, what are you going to do? And God showed up and they wrestled and he came out with a blessing and a new name and a new identity. He got a new upgrade because he, he got, he got the promise, the promise confirmed and a new identity because he postured himself in a place of humility before the Lord. Yeah. Cause I, I I don't, I, I wonder if, we could be so locked into also thinking from a functional point of view that yeah, we see yeah. we yep. see that humility is something that we do rather than it's something of who we are. It's mm-hmm. a it's a heart. It's a place in which you set your heart to. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like me at Bethel. You know, it's like um, you know that encounter caused me to say, "Hey, 
you were proud in this place that you could only receive from somebody who appeared to be, yeah. you know, a much more prophetic than, than, than I could speak in this particular way. And I thought I was, but you know, you, you only come to understand, you know, when you say, you know, you, you, you know, you love unconditionally until you have an opportunity not to yeah. love. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I think humility is a position of your heart. It's a position to be able to receive. Like, who can you receive from? Mm -hmm. You know, and if you if you can't receive from other people because of something that you've obtained, um, then your identity is in what you so good, are Mark. obtained. Because it's like if somebody else could come along and tell you that you could do something a little bit better, therefore your your worth as a person has been uh questioned yeah that's because it. it's so tied in in in, in what you're doing uh, i think there's a lot more for us to discover how to position your heart in a place of humility yes you know yes. it's not what it's not what people have talked about it's not being able to be walked on and and to be you know jesus was 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 meek he wasn't weak Mm -hmm. You know, and so a lot of people have assumed that humility is weakness. It's just lie down, walk all over me, beat me up, you know, all of those sorts of things. That's not that's mm -mm. not what humility is. Humility is a position of your heart that um, is able to you receive. I I I think that's a that's a place in which it's it's love. Mm -hmm. It's like you prefer other people. Yeah, give other people an opportunity. But you're not, you're not, it's an end though too, because I will stand up and be who God has made me to be, not out of arrogance, <laughs> but out of confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good, Mark. So, you know, I, I think that, I think what we are hitting on is that the Father is redefining and bringing a revelation understand of what it is to be humble because he wants to pour grace yeah. upon us yeah he wants us to be yeah. vessels that that can make that can take a lot of grace mm -hmm. that's good yeah yeah the emphasis is not on him resisting never right that that that's something that happens because a person says in in their pride i'm going to resist you yeah right that's why he resists because that person's already said i'm i'm resisting but he, he says i'm 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 more interested in creating vessels that i can pour yeah uh, ephesians three twenty of yep. grace a immeasurable more than you could imagine grace into you because that's my heart's desire i want that to happen and so i want to help you to be vessels that can contain more than you could imagine Yes, yes. Well, I I love this concept of of the exchange. You know, mm. because when we do bring humility and teachability and honor and and those um, val kingdom values of and and kingdom character, right? It's mm -hmm. you know more than value; it's character. When we operate in that, then the Lord exchanges that for grace. Mm -hmm. And, and it is interesting because we don't earn grace. 
but we're not in opposition. You know what I'm saying? Like we're no longer longer um, kicking against the codes, yeah. so to speak. You know, we're no That's longer um, we're we're now open. Whereas before, maybe we're not open. Mm -hmm. You know, because I I think he's ready to pour it out at all, and and oh, it's yeah. available at all times. But how how do we exchange? How do we receive? And how do we walk in it? Well, he wants us to to lean into him on such a level that we look like him, that we act like him, right? So we, we've heard about being called agents of change, right? Which um, there's, a, there's truth in that, but I think we're more agents of exchange. Mm, uh, that's, that's why right. we're seated in heavenly places mm -hmm. and also on earth because we're the go-betweens that we can mm. actually bring from heaven to earth to yep. heavenize earth which is exchange and that's about letting go of something so it's about that exchange process um so that we're in the middle of the exchange we have this great ability to be able to take from what's heaven and to bring a bring about an exchange so that then uh -huh. that, that is released mm -hmm. that's what happens when people are set free they exchange uh -huh. their bondage for a freedom you know, it's what happens with in in uh, 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 you know for unforgiveness mm -hmm. is that you exchange the unforgiveness, the bondage that you hold, you exchange it for something else. Um, and I think the problem is that some people don't get that, and so they're trying to work and avoid or work and stuff where they just want to get rid of something, um, but that doesn't happen because you know. Perfect love casts out all fear. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, that when that fear goes, because you receive perfect love, you see the the security of it, the depth of it. You understand that you can't be separated from uh, all of those sorts of things. And I think that what when we understand that our role is as exchange agents, that we help people take something and release something, mm. and we do it in our own life, and that takes. That takes humility, yeah, mm. yeah, to do it, and it takes humility to receive it. Mm. Yeah. Amen, amen. Well, I think that um, we need to, we do need to wrap up our time today. Yes, yeah. due to our schedules, uh, yeah. I want to start off with Kevin. There's only one that knows everything, um, and uh, Ben um, has been on it. Right, lots of emojis. Let's just start emoji. Yeah. You know, clapping hands, hearts. Yeah. He says, that's it, Mark Crawford. And then he said, yeah. perfect love. And mm -hmm. uh, we we absolutely agree. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, let's um let so what I'm, we I'm just saying I'm the Lord is working on me in all this, and I'm being upgraded in all this. And I'm I'm yep. just I just know that um that he longs for his people mm -hmm. to grasp these keys of understanding, right? And, and to step into a place of humility and teachability so that we can, if through relationship, look like Jesus and be mm -hmm. more like him and be um, that amazing gospel message to the world by how we live and the way that mm. we do relationships. Mm. Um, so, so I, how about I just, I, I just want to pray this really, really simple. Yep. Just a real simple prayer. Uh, Father, um, I, I want to say we embrace 
what you have said to us that you give grace to the humble and you resist the proud. Mm -hmm. And so we are focusing upon asking you to teach us mm -hmm. to bring insight of what that looks like practically. Mm -hmm. What's the way in which we can partner with you to position our heart towards humility? How do we, uh, what are the things that we need to exchange? Mm -hmm. What are the things that we need to let go? And what are the things that we need to embrace? Yeah. And so, Father, a simple prayer, a very profound prayer, and we say, this is what we are declaring before you is our desire. And I think the desire of many people that would be listening to this is to say, teach us, mm -hmm. show us, help us, bring to us what it is to be the person of humility. Mm -hmm. So, Father, we thank you for that. We ask you for that. We ask Amen. it in Jesus' name. So good. Amen. 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 Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, as always, love you guys. Appreciate yeah, you. And um, yes. again, if you're watching, you can listen to these anywhere that you get podcasts. Um, and for those of you that don't like to watch on Facebook, go to YouTube. It's live on YouTube as well. And uh, we're going to end with an amen from Kevin Snyder. And with that, uh, we amen. say goodbye. Amen. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.